Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown. Now, my co-host, Bruce McGowan, can't make it today. Uh, he's a longtime sports radio personality, but uh, today is gonna, today's show is going to be special because I do have a guest. Uh, it is Aaron Hockey, who is co-founder of High School Esports League. And... Um, uh, well, you know what? I'll just welcome you to the show right now. How are you, Aaron? I'm great. How about you? Very good. Very good. good. It's kind of kind of interesting because we, we were talking off air about um, you know all this uh, video uh, watching of people playing video games, and and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that in the next segment. Uh, let's see here. You can listen to Sports Econ 101 on iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Sports Byline USA, and CRN. I want to make a quick mention here. Now, I know it's going to sound funny, but I drink this energy drink called Go Girl. Mm. I know it's it says Go Girl on it, but uh, the reason I like it is because it has um, it has the caffeine, doesn't make you crazy, doesn't give you the crash, tastes really good, and has no sugar in it. So, uh, and I, and also, it's believe it or not, it's I think the least expensive of all the energy drinks. Oh wow! Yeah, you get it, you know, Safeway and that sort of thing. Uh, so check them out too. At uh, I just, I just go to the store and ask for Go Girl Energy Drink. I like saying that. Go Girl. That's right. I like to say it. Go Girl. <laughs> All right. Uh, this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding over seven and a half percent, secured by real estate in California. It doesn't get any more conservative than that. You got to check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Um, so when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about what is esports and how it's working with you because uh, you're concentrating mostly in the high school field, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm sure it goes on to the college level too. But, oh yeah, uh, it sure does. Okay, but we're, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about everything on that. All right. Sounds so great. don't touch that dial, audience. Uh, you're listening to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be right back.
This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. The Renaissance Indian Wells Resort and Spa is a desert oasis for a family getaway in the Coachella Valley. It's the perfect place to recharge and relax poolside in our sandy beach area or send the kids off for a day of fun at Camp Oasis. This world-class resort features well-appointed guest rooms, five restaurants, and a rejuvenating spa. Plus, book your summer family getaway today and your kids eat free. See renindianwells.com for details or call 760-773-4444. This Father's Day, give Dad what he really wants. Brews and views on a Hornblower dining cruise. Feast on an elaborate buffet with bottomless beer and mimosas on the Beer Brunch Cruise. Or get dapper with Dad on a four-course seated dinner cruise. Spend quality time as you cruise under the Golden Gate and around Alcatraz. And relax while listening to live entertainment. Visit Hornblower.com to book your cruise today. Hornblower.com If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. The backyard's looking great, Rob. Thanks, man. I was planning on adding a deck, too. Know any good contractors? Why don't you just ask HomeAdvisor? Home what? HomeAdvisor.com. You just tell them about your project and they match you with local pros that can do the job. Nice. Now, how much does it cost? Oh, HomeAdvisor's totally free to use. Plus, you can read customer reviews, check pricing, and book appointments for free. What's the website again? HomeAdvisor.com. Or just download the free HomeAdvisor app. HomeAdvisor. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here, our favorite uh, co-host. Bruce McGowan is off today. But we do have a special guest, Aaron Hockey, who is co-founder of High School Esports League. Uh, Aaron, welcome back to the best. Uh, the best. I have another show, radio show called The Best of Investing. I gotta, gotta get those two to. Uh, uh, I can't mix them up. Okay, this is right. Sports Econ One Hundred and One. Of course, you could have been on both shows. So, uh, uh-huh. anyway, uh, tell us a little bit about. Well, tell us all about what this whole thing about esports and that uh, they have leagues and video games, etc. Sure. So an esport it can be defined as any video game played competitively, and esports has been growing over the past twenty years. I mean, StarCraft. Twenty years. Yeah, wow. yeah. It all really started with StarCraft, uh, the first real esport. Um, it's a RTS 
um, which well, yeah, stands yeah, okay. for yeah. <laughs> which stands for real time strategy. So the way that I like okay. to explain it is uh, it's like five dimensional chess, but wow. uh, really fast. <laughs> Supersonic five-dimensional chess, <laughs> I'm but, but where basically, five dimensions would be. But okay, <laughs> yeah. So basically, you just try to destroy the opponent's base. But there's a lot of other things that you can do. Okay. Um, but yeah, it all started with StarCraft, and it had a huge uh, root within Korea, and huh. uh, it just blew out from there. And more and more titles came around and started building upon that. I mean, the first thing I think of is like, Dungeons and Dragons. I never played it, but that mm-hmm. was a big, a big one. I guess yeah. 20, 30 years ago or whatever. Um, but I don't know, did people, I'm trying to think of like, you know, cause the internet kind of really came out strong in the late nineties, I guess. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And that, um, that's kind of when Starcraft came out as well. So okay. and, and, online play and everything like that. So, okay. And for us novices who are uh, older than 40, way older than 40, mm-hmm. um, what, 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 what kind of game is Starcraft? Um, I described it as a real-time strategy. It's a, it's a video game. It's on computers. Okay. So uh, you, you could probably, if you see people playing it or you Google it, um, it, it'll look like someone furiously typing at their keyboard and moving their mouse around a lot. But basically, yeah. they, they build up their base and they make an army and try to destroy their opponent's base. So that's, that's just basically a high-level overview. But there's tons of different mechanics within the game okay. on how you build up your base, yeah, build up your army, and different things like that. And that's what makes it really complicated. And you have to think about all the other things that are going on, the, on in the map as well. Huh. Okay. So you have to think out, way outside the box on something like that. Right. Okay. So... Uh, you, so you have this Star StarCraft? Yeah, Star, StarCraft. StarCraft was the one that Star, started StarCraft. it, but uh, okay. it, it's kind of fallen off a little bit, and uh, other game types have really grown in the last eight years. What's uh, the most popular right now? League of Legends is definitely the most popular. Um, huge player base, and it, it's a MOBA, and that... Uh, <laughs> It, it's a there's tons of acronyms, but yeah. basically it's the same kind of concept as StarCraft, but instead of building an army, you are the army. So you have okay. four other teammates, so it's teams five on five, right. and you try to destroy the other person's base with the abilities that you have and the character that you play. Uh, do you choose the character at the beginning of the game? Exactly, exactly. It and and it changes each time? Uh, each time you play, uh, yes, you can choose different characters, but there's a list of characters that you can choose from. Each character has their own ability, and you gotcha. just go in and... Try to kill the other so person's like base. So, like the Fantastic Four, one guy might be a rubber, another guy might be flames, or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. something like that, exactly. And they all have a different skill set. And how, you know, kind of walk me through this because I'm, I'm a little confused. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I've had six years of high school, and that still didn't help. Um, <laughs> so how do, how does it work? Where let's say you know you, what what are the different um, um, abilities that some of these characters have? Um, like invisible or something? One guy's yeah. invisible or something? Yeah, or? someone okay. could be invisible. Uh, that might be like a passive ability, so they don't have to click any buttons to make that ability happen. So that's just kind of something that just happens inherently. Huh. Uh, there's buttons that you can click that in, that make different attacks, so maybe you can make a wall of flames or something like that. Okay, and you're, you're trying to attack uh, another person's army. Yeah, the, uh, the other army, oh, which is the other, on the other five. Okay, it's, five, yeah. it's like five on five, yeah. So it's, exactly. Okay. It's like a basketball team. Okay. Exactly. Okay, and then how do you communicate with your team members to attack the other, you know, and is it to, to take over someone's base, basically? Yeah, just to destroy the, the base and be victorious. So okay. um, Capture the flag. Exactly, okay. exactly. It's sort of, that, uh, sort of that game style. So there's tons of different voice services out there on your computer that you can install. Personally, I use Discord. That's like... Everybody uses that, and it's a 
it's a chat platform as well as a voice communication okay. platform. So you'll hop into a room with your friends and talk over the computer. So it's basically just like a phone call. But, but, but the, on other the, computer. the other team can't hear you. The other team <laughs> can't hear you because it's private. Uh, okay. Some games actually have their own voice call system built into the the game itself so you can actually be talking to teammates that you randomly matched up with okay and you're playing it, it, it with. uses something like hey joe watch out for uh, the the dragon behind door number exactly two. and exactly <laughs> and there's a lot of different communication that goes on especially during really intense moments where say uh it's a five on five fight for for a certain objective on the map so you have to communicate everything that's going on and how the team members uh orient themselves in the battle okay and this has gotten big i mean because it's it's not just a situation of just five on five now you you actually have stadiums filled watching these guys play right exactly exactly um that's crazy (laughs) yeah a few years ago uh the world championships which is the international championships for league of legends sold out uh the world cup stadium in seoul korea how many, pe- how many people? Is that 300,000 people or It's something? a lot of people. I don't know the exact numbers, okay. but it's it's massive. They had the whole stadium filled, and they had chairs and uh, general admission on the on the field as well. And they had a huge stage, huge project production, uh, lots of popular bands played beforehand. It's a, it's a huge ordeal for sure. That's wild. Yeah, it's crazy. I wonder how much they charge to get it to... I, I, don't, I, I don't know how much they charge, but the tickets were pretty expensive. From really? a, yeah, because it's a it was a huge huge deal. Because I know that even Staples Center, uh, L.A. Lakers, where they play, um, sold out. Yeah, to, for and that's that's only twenty thousand, but still. Yeah, and that was that was a couple <clears throat> years ago as well. So the World Championships happen every year for League of Legends, and they travel the world and have the world, um, the world event in different countries. So I think I'm not 100 percent sure on where it's going to be this year, but um, in the next couple years it should be back in the united states how many people do you estimate play these games millions millions upon millions um yeah i think i don't have the exact statistics but it's it's a lot it's a well i remember a a couple years a couple years ago i think it was like close to or just over one percent of the world's population played league of legends Wow, that's, and that's, that's sixty million or something. Exactly, just, just that's that. that's a lot, a lot yeah. of people. Yeah, and they had a huge player base um, logged in at once. I forget what the number that capped off at. Uh, Fortnite as uh, a new video game that's starting to emerge as an esport that launched just six months ago, and they had reported huge revenues and profits uh, this year, and it's really growing. And they have a huge player base. I'm sure if you talk to any. Anyone between the ages of five and twenty, <laughs> yeah. if you say Fortnite, they know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, what is it in real? What in uh, in non uh, video terms? A Fortnite is what twenty days? I can't remember now. Fortnite is is, is there's a there's a real uh, yeah ter- uh, military term for Fortnite. But anyway, yeah, uh, be that as it may. Uh, and I think it it was world of warcraft or something like that where i mean people were playing like for 20 hours at a time yeah I mean, people were like m- losing their jobs because they were playing video games so much yeah world of, world of warcraft was a kind of a different beast it wasn't necessarily an esport but it was more of a casual mmo really intense you can't use these acronyms i'll have yeah, no yeah. idea what you mean What's so an MMO? uh <laughs> mmo is massively multiplayer online so you okay. can get into a giant server with uh a massive amount of people and play with them and interact with them. Yeah, because I know, like, uh, really simple uh, mm-hmm. online poker. You know, you can right. just enter a poker tournament and mm-hmm. just kind of take a seat uh, online, and uh, and that was that's actually you know kind of fun. I mean, especially if you're not yeah. playing for real yeah, money. For sure. and, yeah. <laughs> 
I got a funny story. Remind, I'm going to tell the funny story about the online poker uh, when we uh, return from uh, our, our break. I tell you, this goes fast. Let yeah. me see. I'm going to write this down. Online poker story. Okay. That'll remind me exactly what I want to talk about. All right. So uh, we're in the uh, studio here with Aaron Hockey, who's co-founder of High School Esports League, which we'll get into specifically what the high school angle of this is and mm-hmm. you know, how do people make money, how do you make money, etc. Uh, so don't touch that dial because you're listening to Sports Econ 101 and we're going to be right back. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit, but you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson.
Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here. Bruce McGowan is off today. Our special guest, though, Aaron Hockey, who is co-founder of High School Esports League. Now, I, I said uh, I teased the audience a little bit with uh, I was going to give a quick little online uh, poker story. So I, I, this was back in the early 2000s, and uh, I, I guess online poker just kind of started right. kind of popular, yeah. right? So I went on this online poker, and I thought, you know, this, this is kind of fun, you know, especially since I'm not playing with real money, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, they also had that chat room, basically, on the side where you yeah. could, you know, like people would say, hey, nice hand or something like that. So one time, I uh, again, because I'm not playing with my own money, I uh, it was Texas Hold'em, and I probably should have if, if i was playing for real i would have folded right but because it wasn't my money it's eh, who cares right mm-hmm. well i pulled like an inside straight and i won the hand nice and and so this one guy chats he says what what are you doing you know you should have folded and blah 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 blah. and i i it was kind of getting a little nasty yeah so i i typed back i said whoa calm down sport it's just you know having fun and he, he writes back don't call me sport you know <laughs> and then about two minutes later he just you can see when someone leaves the table right mm-hmm. so it just says you know player number three exited or something right and so i type back to everyone else i go boy i thought he'd never leave you know <laughs> people oh that's funny yeah. anyway it was actually kind of fun yeah and that's that's actually interesting that you brought that up because toxicity is kind of a an issue within the esports community so people are typing in those chats some mean comments and stuff but that's really well, that's yeah. kind of something that we aim to solve with the high school esports league for sure okay so get into specifically um it's called High School Esports League? Correct. Okay. And uh, to tell me more about specifically your company and what you guys do. Sure. So we bring esports to high school. So competitive video gaming, we offer 14 different games. Uh, League of Legends, we were talking about that earlier. That's one of our biggest ones. But there's also a lot others out there. CSGO is one of them. Um, Dota 2. There's a lot of big esports titles, and we work to integrate that into the school and start school clubs. Yeah. Okay. So what do you do? You approach the administrators first and say something. And, and apparently you were mentioning off air that uh, you're located in Kansas City. Right. Uh, you're getting better traction in the Midwest. Yeah. Midwest is a huge driver. Uh, usually the student will do some research and find out about our, our, our leagues, go and start a club, find a teacher, and then enroll all their students into the high school esports league. And uh, does it cost anything for them to do that? Yes. Currently, okay. it's $5 a month. Um, per, per student? Per student. Per student. Right. Okay. And uh, for the Summer Open, we're doing something a little different, so you don't have to be affiliated with the school to be able to participate in the High School Esports League. Okay. Um, and students can participate to win scholarships. Yeah, it's interesting. I was thinking that, you know, it's like if you're playing, let's say, football, right. someone who's 25 is probably better than a 15-year-old. But mm-hmm. on video games, I don't know. Sometimes the yeah. 15-year-olds or the 9-year-olds are the best ones. Right, yeah, so it's, totally. It's, it, you, you don't have any advantage being older in this case. Yeah, you know? definitely. It's a, it's a lot of practice, and it's all about the time that you put into it and the effort that you take to learn the game and all the different mechanics that are going on and different things like that. And the, the accessibility and the inclusivity of it is great. So you don't have to be a yeah. huge athlete. You don't have to have sure. a lot of physical capabilities to be able to participate in esports, earn scholarships, and move on to the next level. I mean, I can see that because, you know, again, when I was a kid, uh, pinball machines, you know, right. and everyone had their favorite. And, and we wouldn't necessarily talk about strategy per se, mm-hmm. uh, but it was a different kind of game. You know, yeah. you didn't have teams, per, you know, so much like that. But uh, we were talking off air about how, like, I play Hearts on mm-hmm. uh, on the on my phone, and 
yeah, I play. I don't play it online per se against real human beings. I play it against the computer. So somehow mm-hmm. the computer has some kind of you know computer in the phone has some kind of algorithms or something. And the interesting thing that I found is that I've become a better hearts player because I figured out certain strategies that I didn't realize when I would be playing live. Right. And it's it's not because the computer itself has done anything, but I, I started realizing the more I played, mm-hmm. I came up with certain things. So um, I'm thinking it's got to be kind of the same way in, in these Oh, it's sports. exactly the same. In fact, it might be tenfold. So there's tons of different mechanics that are going on in these yeah. games, different strategies that you can come up, come up with, and there's huge maps that you play on and there's different things that you can take advantage of and everything changes in each game so there might be different situations that you have to play around and you have to prepare for that and i could see that because again you know you don't have to be past college age or something i mean you could have some high school players be some of the best in the world exactly exactly we've had a lot of kids recruited out of our league so uh we're partnered with the national association of collegiate esports Mm-hmm. Um, wow. and they, there's a big association like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and they're kind of a they kind of model the NCAA. They're kind of the governing body of uh, huh. collegiate esports. They have over 70 member institutions. Majority of them offering the vast majority of them offering collegiate scholarships, and we've had over a hundred kids recruited from our league since January. That's that's a, that's yeah. pretty impressive. To yeah, do. it's, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I mean, and, I wonder who knows. Maybe they'll even have a, a it'll be in the Olympics. You know, yeah. I mean, I. I I'm not really being facetious when I say that because yeah, it, you never know what. There's actually plans for it to be in the next Olympics. Is yeah. it really? Yeah, at least as an auxiliary sport. Um, I yeah. think for the Winter Olympics, they had a side-by-side tournament that was sponsored by the Olympics yeah. for uh, for esports, and I think it was StarCraft and a, a Olympic game. I mean, I could definitely see that in the Olympics, specifically because, like you said, it's it's more... Um, you, you don't have to necessarily be, you know, the biggest, strongest person. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, you might get some of these uh, smaller countries who, um, you know, they they don't really, let's say they can't compete against, mm-hmm. let's say, the United States in basketball. But right. on the esports, and since it has become so popular, like you said, you know, millions of people are playing this stuff. Um, it's just it's just amazing. Um, you were mentioning before earlier, also uh, off air earlier this morning about how much money some of these guys make. Yeah, uh, Ninja is like one of the top streamers uh, currently. Uh, he was famous for breaking the Twitch record. I think he had over 500,000, 600,000 concurrent viewers watching him live uh, when he brought Drake, a uh, famous rapper, onto, yep. onto the stream and played Fortnite with him. Uh, and I think he nets close to three hundred to $500,000 a month. That's how much a he month. makes, and that's based on six hundred thousand people watching him on any one yeah, point in time. Exactly. And so, who pays him that? Uh, the the people that watch him do pay that uh, from the ad, and then also the ad revenue that comes off of it as well. Uh, people can subscribe to his channel, and it's uh, five dollars a month basically, and they get different incentives for subscribing to it. Well, he's got a good uh, marketing agent. Yeah, <laughs> you know, really. I mean, yeah. You think about it. I mean, that that's just that's incredible. Uh, and he's also super talented <laughs> at the game too. People oh, he's like got watching to be. that. Yeah, I mean, you know, because I mean, nobody would watch me play. I'd get I get killed at some of that right. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder how he got started. Um, he was a I don't want to speak wrong, but I'm pretty sure he was a Halo pro. So he used to be really good at the game Halo, and it was okay. kind of a, a sci-fi first-person shooter type game. Okay, um, and that kind of the scene kind of dwindled away, and then he kind of gained prominence playing Fortnite and streaming that. And uh, but I'm still wondering. It's like. 
let's say I'm really good at a specific game. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do I go up the ranks? Um, that's it's, a good question. Right? I mean, you know, because I was just thinking about, let, let's say, professional golf, right? Yeah. It's not like anybody can just walk into the PGA and mm-hmm. just say, I, I want to play against Tiger Woods, as an example. For sure. Um, I mean, you've got to you got to work your way up the ranks. Exactly, and, and, uh, I, it's got to be the same way. Yeah, it is. It is pretty similar. Uh, each game has something different built into their game. Um, so there's a there's a rank system, for instance, in League of Legends, okay. and you work up those ranks and you play in ranked battles against other players, and you work up those ranks and try to get to the the top top tier. I wonder how long it takes. A long time, and a lot of people don't even make it. Some people have dumped ten thousand hours into the game, and yeah. still they're. Well, especially if you've got millions of people playing. People. Yeah. I mean, in golf, you don't necessarily have millions of people who try to become a professional golfer. Exactly. So, actually, this esports, it's harder to be a, a, a pro, so to speak. It, it can it can be pretty hard. Um, and also, there's a lot of people that play ranked, and they're not really trying to go pro or anything like that. They're yeah, just sure. having fun and trying to get competitive. And that's kind of the beauty of it. Anybody can pick it up and be competitive at the game. I wonder this guy Ninja, whoever he is, um, <laughs> great name. Uh, how how long do you think he plays per day? How many hours? Hours. Uh, I think he puts in eight hour streaming sessions. I mean, I, I haven't done a lot of research on him particularly. Okay. I don't really watch him personally, per, yeah. but I, I hear about him a lot in the industry, and he so, has to put in like probably eight hours a day playing the game. Like that's literally eight just hours the in front of the computer. Yeah, and, yeah. You might have a break and just. Uh, yeah, I'm bring taking a some, break for five minutes or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah. bring some food in. Yeah. <laughs> and people <laughs> get, get to watch me. Food. Pizza, yeah, while get, playing games. Watch, yeah, playing games. Well, it's, it sort of reminds me, I don't know if you ever heard of the show, the, the, uh, the movie The Truman Show with Jim Carrey. But okay. that, that was kind of like almost the first reality type of thing where basically it was a story about him as a little kid and mm-hmm. this this secretly they were filming him growing up and i mean people would watch him and, you know people would be at a bar and they turn on the show the truman show and it might be sleeping and he's like two months old yeah what's what's truman doing now you know and, it was, <laughs> and, and then it, it follows his life until he's you know married and, and everything is fake right fake wife fake this fake that and i mean it's kind of a Kind of a, a little bit of an odd type of movie, but mm-hmm. it's very interesting because it kind of showed how people were interested in other people's lives. Yeah. And in this case, people watching other people play video games, not playing it themselves, but watching other people. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's sort of like going to a football game. I'm not exactly quarterback, but I can watch the quarterback. Right. Yeah. And you can watch wow. them practice and interact with them. Um, now, p- people don't watch other people practice the video games though do they 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 watch them just in tournaments don't they no no they're pretty much <laughs> just practicing playing uh playing for fun so they'll just queue up in a match it's not necessarily a tournament so they'll just queue up and play with the okay. other individuals and that's pretty much their practice uh and if i wanted to let's say play against ninja or somebody mm-hmm. how do i how would i do that um currently for fortnite there's no real tournament structure um mm-hmm. for a lot of the existing games like league of legends yeah. the big esports powerhouses um, they have franchised sport, like uh, franchised uh, sort of teams. Like leagues, yeah. Yeah, teams, and they, they actually own the league. Gotcha. Very interesting. All yeah. right, don't touch that dial. We're, the uh, Sports Econ 101 will be right back.
This Father's Day, give Dad what he really wants. Brews and views on a Hornblower dining cruise. Feast on an elaborate buffet with bottomless beer and mimosas on the Beer Brunch Cruise. Or get dapper with Dad on a four-course seated dinner cruise. Spend quality time as you cruise under the Golden Gate and around Alcatraz. And relax while listening to live entertainment. Visit Hornblower.com to book your cruise today. Hornblower.com Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. The Renaissance Indian Wells Resort and Spa is a desert oasis for a family getaway in the Coachella Valley. It's the perfect place to recharge and relax poolside in our sandy beach area or send the kids off for a day of fun at Camp Oasis. This world-class resort features well-appointed guest rooms, five restaurants, and a rejuvenating spa. Plus, book your summer family getaway today and your kids eat free. See renindianwells.com for details or call 760-773-4444. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with my special guest, Aaron Hockey, co-founder of High School Esports League. So, first of all, before we forget, how do people get a hold of you if they're interested in this high school esports league? Yeah, our website is hsel.org, or you can type in highschoolesportsleague.com, but I'm sure hsel would be a lot easier for you guys to find. Okay, very good. Um, How did you get involved in doing this? Well, when I was in high school, it's something that I really wanted. I mean, I wasn't super engaged in high school. Um, I had good grades, but I would skip out on class a lot, and I would be playing video games a lot. So I'd stay up until like 3 a.m. just playing video games, sleep, sleep in it for a couple classes, and then come into school. But uh, I still managed to have good grades, which was great. But uh, Where'd you go to college? uh, UC Santa Cruz. Okay. What, um, what, What games did you play in high school? 
League of Legends mainly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's been yeah. around for it's a while. Been, okay. It's been around for a while, and it's been a huge okay. powerhouse in esports. But uh, yeah, it's something that I really wanted in high school. I had a couple friends. I had a huge, actually, pretty big fan friend group that played League of Legends, mm-hmm. and uh, they all felt the same way, and uh, they had a lot of the same habits that I did, playing sure. until late at night, and. Uh, and uh, I was like, man, why isn't the school like taking advantage of this? This is a huge group of students yeah. that they could be tapping into to try to re-engage them into school and maybe well, well, practice. It's kind, of, it's kind of brilliant because, I mean, you've, you've taken an idea and turned it into a business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very entrepreneurial. Thank you. you know, very, yeah, very, yeah. No, very good. So uh, you go to the high schools and you try to uh, but how do you explain to them? Just say, you know, hey, we want to get kids involved in um, – extracurricular activities i mean it's pretty much yeah and we have a lot of incentive programs to make it super easy for them to start clubs we have fundraising options so uh one big thing is that we're partnered with twitch uh they're a live streaming platform and they're the biggest live streaming platform for video games and basically a school can sign up for a twitch account and be able to make money off of it and that's something that's pretty covenant in the esports scene uh not everybody can make money off of twitch well you know what's interesting it's like sometimes you know you'll see on tv commercials uh and you'll be you know famous basketball players Mm -hmm. and you'll you'll see them you won't necessarily see what they're playing per se but it may be a commercial about pizza or something Mm -hmm. but they're on um you know uh, not on their computer per se but uh what do they call it like a Switch. Um, I'm losing my train of thought here. You know, like a pilot switch or something. What are they? The, the handheld, uh, like a, almost like a Game Boy or something. They'll have something in their hand. The yeah, controller like, like yeah, yeah. Like a. Are you talking about like a Nintendo DS or the Nintendo something, Switch? Yeah, or, or yeah, yeah. A pl- PlayStation Four, or something right, Like that, right? Exactly. And, and one so, of the consoles, right? Yeah, the consoles. Like, that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. okay. So, and you'll you know they'll, they'll just be goofing around, and and that's not even really part of the commercial per se, but. Mm-hmm. The, a lot of these guys do play that. And oh, they yeah, might play they do. basketball. I mean, mm-hmm. I could see uh I, I could even see basketball games that are, you know, the video games of basketball. Yeah. People watching that. And that's actually something that's really growing too, the mm-hmm. NBA 2K scene. They just okay. launched their uh league and the NBA is actually running the 2K league. So, that's something to look out for too. Okay. Um I'm trying to think. See, I don't know enough about the basketball video games yeah to you know to see i know a little bit about it because i remember when i when i was a kid uh they had they had football right but it was kind of goofy yeah you know when they've come a long way i'm sure (laughs) yeah Yeah. so you can basically make your own character and uh, have your own stats and attributes and different things like that and you play on a team of five against another team of five just like regular old basketball and i could virtually i could see golf too because like i uh you know i've downloaded one of those golf games and Mm -hmm. i mean it gets a little annoying when it's like okay we'll we'll pick what plaid sweater you're gonna wear it's like i don't care about that i just want (laughs) to play the game just hit the ball you know yeah um but I could I could see that kind of you know and a, uh, the archery game too is kind of fun too. But boy, I mean, it just just being in the high school esports, you I mean it really opens up a whole bunch of different kinds of games, like not just League of Legends. Yeah, and that's yeah. why we're pretty much game agnostic. So we have fourteen different games. We're constantly yeah we're constantly <laughs> trying like to game agnostic. Okay, yeah, we're trying to bring as many games on as possible and try to reach as many students as we can. That's what that's the important part is trying to get. All the students, students there. Um, the thing, I, the thing that's kind of cool about it too is that you know a lot of times, like as parents, we would you know tell our kids you know stop playing so many video games, stop watching right. so, too much TV or whatever. Um, you know, I wonder though, 
you know, not everyone's going to be professional. Mm-hmm. Not, not everyone's going right. to um, you know, make a living or whatever. But I guess one does have to be a little bit careful because, again, you don't want the parents telling, having to tell right. the kids, listen, stop spending 20 hours in front of the, the video game mm-hmm. watching somebody else play a video game. But on the other hand, it, those kids who are generally loners, mm-hmm. um, if it's involved in sort of a high school togetherness right. on a team That's or something. That's exactly what we do. Okay. Yeah, try to re-engage the students into the school and participate in a team in kind of a live atmosphere. Yeah, because you could have school on school. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And that that's what we do at the High School Esports League. We have students compete nationally and participate against other schools. You know, it's so funny. I've just... I was thinking about, yeah, I don't know if you ever said the movie Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. Okay. So in that case, you know, it's sort of, you know, the jocks versus the nerds, and they had these, you know, these silly little games. Yeah, exactly. But, but I can kind of see where, you know, you get certain schools where, you know, kids, they don't qualify for football or basketball or, or baseball, yeah. or whatever. But this might be something that they could excel at. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. that's kind of the goal. And also, you mentioned, you know, like some kids might not it might be, not be might not be a health, healthy thing to do. Yeah. But uh, that's something that we also aim to fix. Getting involved with the schools and having the gotcha. the schools engage with those students and kind of promote healthy life, lifestyles and habits. Okay. Well, and on that topic, it reminds me. Um, I was uh, watching, and I think I mentioned this to you before. I was watching ESPN literally last night, and they had a. Um, I only caught a little part of it, but they had Bill Walton mm-hmm. on there, and I guess somehow he's involved. Uh, in this esports, and I mean they'll they'll sell out you know Staples Center and all that, and, and oh of, yeah, and the the com the uh, uh, the interviewer was asking about you know the how much in shape these kids have to be, and Bill actually kind of made an interesting topic. He says you know they have to do things to keep their minds focused, especially yeah. if you're going to be spending that much time in front of a computer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's definitely a mental game, and anything that affects your mental cognition is uh, really important. So, yeah, You know, here's another thing I can think of. Um, what about, you know, those boxing games, right? I mean, could, mm-hmm. couldn't you, you – instead of, you know, people actually hitting each other, you could have the guys wear the gloves, you know, however. Yes. It's sort of like a big, you know – Kind of in a Wii, Wii, like virtual a Wii. reality yeah, type thing. Yeah, virtual reality thing, yeah. yeah. And you could kind of – I could, I could kind of see that, too. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of where the game space is going, too. Um, okay. It's just the technology is not 100% there yet, but uh, that's uh, 10 years down the line for sure. Okay. Something like well, that. Well, it's funny because literally about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. um, I guess maybe a little longer, uh, Wii yeah. came out, right? Yeah. And, and it was really kind of fun. I mean, you could even have yeah. like Wii bowling leagues. Yeah. And you could play tennis. And, and I tell you, even the boxing one... I mean, I'd, I'd get a little workout with yeah, that. Yeah, you totally kid, do. Yeah, I totally remember <laughs> playing that, yeah. I mean, the video game, you probably don't get quite as much of a workout, per se. Um, yeah. I, I'll bet there'll be a lot of people with carpal tunnel syndrome and that sort of thing, right? Yeah, and that's something that also uh, that esports athletes have to watch out for, and a lot of the pro organizations have a lot of those people on staff to make sure that the the pros are finely tuned machines, and they're, <laughs> they, don't, they don't have to worry about carpal tunnel. They have all the... Uh, ergonomic material and stuff yeah. that they need to be able to participate effectively. I mean, I would think that massage therapists would do really well. Yeah. Just hanging out at that place. And, yeah, uh, for sure. And there's even esports psychologists. So they even go over like <laughs> the, the psych- psychological aspect. There's a huge industry around the pro teams and trying to support, um, the nutritional aspect, the lifestyle yeah. aspect of the esports. Athlete. Well, that's the thing, yeah, because I could see that you know, you, you're if your diet isn't very good and you're somewhat stationed, somewhat stationary, you know, c- mm-hmm. compared to you know 
playing basketball as an example. Yeah. But fascinating. Uh, you don't have to worry about weather. Nope. Um, and now I'm going to just totally – well, I'm not even going to guess, but why is the Midwest seem to be a, b- a bigger hub for you? You know, it just might be that the schools are more receptive to the idea of uh, – competitive sports and different things like that i know marin has had some issues with football in the past so there might be some uh issues around um just competitive sports in general uh but the midwest has always been a driver of competitive sports and everything like that and so it's kind of easy huh. and tangible for them to take video games and put it in its place almost interesting yeah okay that's at least my theory but uh, a lot of our schools are coming out of the midwest and also the east the closer to the east coast as well Interesting. Yeah, I was thinking maybe the West Coast because they have, you know, with good weather and all mm-hmm. that, kids are outside playing soccer. That's quite um, possible. Yeah. yeah. And uh, L.A. is a huge driver. Uh, they have a lot of the game studios, uh, yeah. Riot Games, who makes League of Legends. They're in Santa Monica, and there's kind of a whole esports community around there. So they're kind of the driver in the industry. That's where the industry for esports is. Know, I wouldn't be surprised. Like right now, they, they're they're selling out like Staples Center and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. But I wouldn't be surprised if uh, someone buys a piece of land and builds um, a, their own little state specific. Yeah, stadium. that's been done. Uh, oh, there's have? there's okay. one in actual there's one in Dallas or the Fort Worth area uh, right. that they built out. Uh, op, I think uh, Infinite Esports was involved with that. Um, huh. They're they're an owner of a lot of franchises within the esports space. Um, they own wow. Optic Gaming, which has a huge root in the first person shooter, but they also bought into the League of Legends franchise. Um, and there's huge investments coming out to these teams. Like uh, to buy into the League of Legends franchise, it was like ten million, twelve million dollars. Right. Yeah. And uh, Overwatch was quite similar. Uh, that's a new, newer esport that came out by Blizzard, who also made StarCraft. So they're very familiar with esports. Um, but this Infinite Group also has a, a tie with a franchise in that league and that they're called the houston outlaws i mean the, you can just keep coming up with new kinds of games i mean someone's yeah. gonna keep coming up with new kinds of games i mean also years ago we're talking mm-hmm. probably 20 years ago uh laser tag yeah w- w- was was big um yeah. and i it's still around mm-hmm. uh, i don't know if people specifically would watch other people play laser tag per se yeah um I don't know 100% sure on that, but uh, I think what the draw is for esports is that it's super yeah. easy to engage with. All you need is a computer or a console or anything uh, like that, yeah. and it's super easy. to. And a lot of these games are free to play, so you can just download it onto your computer and get going and just start playing and competing. That's and, a very good point because then your your, your entry level is, mm-hmm. is, is nothing and per And then se, yeah. also from a viewership perspective, a lot of these games are very, very cinematic. So it's uh, there's a lot of animations going on. It's very interesting and cool to watch see i remember the old atari game pong i don't know yeah. if you ever even heard not of very that. cinematic but <laughs> no exactly so you know watching someone play pong would be quite different than, yeah uh, than very actually, different very yeah. different but i could see uh it, it's amazing some of the graphics uh yeah hopefully they are going to shy away from a lot of the violent type ones um because mm-hmm. that seems to be i mean i was reading i'm not reading but uh you know i was playing like you know, shooting pool on my on my phone, which right. I've, I've become quite proficient at, by mm-hmm. the way. Um, <laughs> the uh, against the computer, um, and, and then sometimes you know when you're finished with a game, up pops a, uh, an ad, right. you know, for download this one, and I could not believe that this one was actually like titled High School Shooter. I mean, I'm looking at this going, oh my gosh, you know, how could you how could you advertise a video yeah, game specifically? Weird. I mean, that's the sort of thing that's that awful. could easily push. 
a high school kid to do. and that's the other thing is that you know some of these other games not necessarily that one but mm-hmm. I don't, again I don't know League of Legends or some of these other ones but is there also the concern that a lot of the violent type video games are pushing kids to do stupid things some some schools have had that concern um, but that's not necessarily a real concern um, I think a new statistic came out uh, in a recent publishing um, that 90% of the school shooters historically had no interest in video games whatsoever. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, because like when I was a kid, you, we also had like, you know, these rifle games, mm-hmm. you know, where you, if you, you aim at a target type of thing. And maybe right. even you try to shoot people. I had zero interest in, in taking a real gun and shooting anybody. Go, exactly. Look, I wonder if it's close exactly. to this. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of studies out recently that there's no correlation between, no correlation. Video, between video games and violence. Wow. Okay, before we cut to our break, give out your information one more time in case people are interested in hooking up with you. Yeah, you can check out our website at hsel.org or highschoolesportsleague.com. Very good. All right, don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101 will be right back with some closing comments. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have 5000 10000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client.
it immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no-obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical, and some may not qualify. The consultation is free, and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, uh, along with my special uh, co-host. We'll call you the co-host today. My <laughs> special guest, Aaron Hockey, who is the co-founder of High School Esports League. Um, Aaron, where do you see the future in this? Um, it's only going to get bigger. I think there was a recent uh, statistic that came out uh, saying that esports was going to be a multi billion dollar industry by 2020 Mm -hmm. and it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger from there i wonder how some of these games uh try to figure out you know something's got to be popular enough for people to play it Mm -hmm. so that it's well known enough so that other people would want to watch them play yeah yeah and that model has been demonstrated endlessly with all the games that have been coming out uh recently and they can just capture markets really easily and uh, i think a pretty standard model for an esports game has really emerged i guess the i wonder if some of these uh they 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 try a game out and then some people just go yeah this this is a terrible game i'm not, I'm not interested in playing this oh yeah there's That's games there, there's games out there that are they're bad but um there's there's a lot of games out there and there's a lot of really good games too okay very good. Well, thank you again for uh, joining us here at Sports Econ 101. That's uh, Aaron Hockey, who's the co-founder of High School Esports League. And again, his uh, website, you can just, just check out High School Esports League, right? Yep. And they'll find you. All right, so we're going to cut out today. Here's our thoughts for the day. We always have thoughts for the day at the end. Now, we, This time we didn't have any uh, tri- sports trivia questions. Uh, we're going to save those for Bruce next week. Uh, but here's our thoughts for the day. One should never take the easy road, but rather the right road, no matter how long the travel. And the trouble with not having a goal is that you can spend your life running up and down the field and never score. I guess you can kind of... Uh, it's pretty good. At, yeah, pretty good for esports, yeah. too, I guess, right? We always try to figure out these things. All right. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective. And I guess esports is part of the sports league. And asking uh, that next week we will be asking sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. So long.